Hello, beautiful people. Welcome to another episode of We're Not Woke. I'm joined with my friend today, Vintage Infinity. What's up, what's Vintage, up? Vintage, break it down. Let them know who you are. Yeah, um, I was born and raised in New York, and uh, I've seen a lot of pain there. And so me feeling that pain because we're not really separate, you know, if someone else is feeling pain, I'm going to feel that shit. Because I felt so much uh, collective pain, um, I became a community organizer to try to embody the change that I want to see. So that's how one can define me. Uh, I also do content as well. So, uh, yeah, we can get yeah. deeper into it through we these conversations. Here. That's awesome. Yeah. That's so funny that, like, not funny. I don't know. I feel like I started a lot of sentences like that. <laughs> but, um, yeah, growing up in a city, you realize that you kind of feel what everybody else is feeling, huh? Mm-hmm. And yeah. it's like we're not meant to live so close to each other, but... We do in these buildings, apartments and shit. And it's like we don't know who's 10 feet above of us yeah. or 10 feet to the left, you know? And all these energies are kind of coinciding, even though we may not be able to t- detect that because our awareness is placed on the physical. Yeah. But there's just so many different layers of being that is maneuvering, navigating through data, yeah. you know? Yeah, yeah, that shit's intense. Like, yeah. we were just talking about a little bit before, but... Mm-hmm. This is the first time that me and Carrington have lived in a city city and experienced that density of energy. And it's fucking gnarly. Like I'm, I've always been so sensitive to other people's emotions Mm -hmm. and energies and everything like that. And living in the city, it's almost gotten to a point where it's unbearable. And Mm -hmm. I I, like lose myself a little bit in all the energy that's around me. Do you feel like that ever happened to you in New York? I feel like I got numb to it. I'm not gonna lie. Fair enough. You know, yeah, but. I definitely see what you're saying and you know as i'm here more in california like i do recognize the contrast too like very more deeply so what kind of con what what differences do you notice like it's more expansive here and it's hot so like like a flower like we blossom up yeah when it's hotter we're like chilling yeah but then when it's cold we're like we tend to do this and like get all hard and shit so like it was like that in new york like where the everything's colder there the hearts are colder (laughs) you know what i mean like just everything is colder so yeah that's one of the differences Damn, that's crazy yeah. you feel like you're better suited for california i can't yeah actually yeah. I, I like warmer weather yeah fair yeah. enough <laughs> dude yeah. that, that's got it yeah that's i don't like, like my nipples story. being hard all the time you know? <laughs> no, <I'm kidding. laughs> no that's a good way of putting it Every, like you said everything's colder everything's harder right. <laughs> <laughs> we'll let the sirens go by man that's another that's another difference. Like, there's, we always hear that in New York, just yeah. constant, like, sirens and shit. Just, yeah. it bombards us. What do you think about that? This is, like, funny, but this is something we talk about. The difference in homeless people. Do you notice a difference in how they act? I will say that's one of, like, the things that is kind of similar. And Really? Yeah. Yo, actually, a story. So, like, the first time I came here to uh, Los Angeles, I was riding a bus. And while I was in the bus, I saw this homeless lady. Yeah. She was... I saw, okay, so she was twerking, but I also <laughs> see feces coming out of her booty hole as she was twerking. So that was like the first time I've ever seen a woman, a human being take a shit and twerk at the same time. And it's like, <laughs> a part of me was grossed out, right? I was like, whoa, that's kind of nasty. But then another part of me was like, I'm never gonna see this again. <laughs> so I kind of want to look. So I was just like, well, was there here to do that shit? That shit was funny, yo. <laughs> that was here? Yeah, that was here. Oh, my God. But I've seen some crazy shit in New York, too. So it's, yeah, God, I it's bet. pretty uh, balanced. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, yeah. okay. 
Because in Santa Monica, the homeless people, for the most part, are pretty chill. They won't yeah. bug you. They just kind of yeah. keep to themselves. Like, yeah. they're sleeping on the beach, you know? Yeah. But I've never seen that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's pretty uh, unique shit. experience. That's fucking crazy, man. Wow. <laughs> well, um, actually, okay, to jump into, like, that, I have a question. Um, so living in the city mm-hmm. is, like, probably where, like, quote, the Matrix feels the densest, you know? Mm-hmm. And I noticed that in your videos you talk a lot about the Matrix. So when did you realize that you were living in this so-called Matrix? And what do you think is its like greatest power tool for keeping people under its spell? Mm. Very deep question. Thank <laughs> you for that. We're in it, man. <laughs> I think I first started realizing it like when I turned around 18 or something. Yeah. Um, because I was uh, very depressed and lonely. And so, like, I felt a lot of pain. And that pain was, like, a catalyst for me to find the truth. Because yeah. I'm like, damn, I feel so much pain. I don't want to feel this pain. So, you know, self-reflect and all that. And then when you go within, you go to the core. You go to the source. Yeah. If you go deep enough. Yeah. And yeah. But I did. And so I f- started realizing how I was tethered to something. Like, I would have to pay money for food. But it's like, if we're being real fruits grow on trees indefinitely yeah. you know what yeah. i'm saying but we don't have that because they grow grass for yeah. for aesthetics and shit you know but food forests is a term that we should all look up and study and project back into the universe and become the conduit for that change yeah but um yeah so that was one of the ways i was able to det- detect it what was the second part of the question um what do you feel like is the matrix biggest quote like tool. power tool right, to right, keeping right. people hypnotized yeah that's I a guess. dope question because the right questions yield the right answers <laughs> right so i feel like the biggest the biggest tool is media and i say that as a videographer photographer because like even like how when i'm editing videos right i'll realize like i'm actually guiding consciousness the transitions you do and like how abruptly they are it it does something to brain frequencies you know so yeah. if you surprise someone it's like beep boop yeah yeah, beep, yeah. Boop, you yeah. know what i mean so kind of want to guide people smoothly unless your intention is to you know do jar it them abruptly. yeah yeah but yeah definitely i feel like media is the biggest tool yeah for that yeah 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 and in the editing process you realize how much power and like control you have on that end of things like right. obviously it matters what you're filming and right. what the script is and all that but you can flip things around so hard just with editing right. and right. turn things around so like just drastically, drastically yeah. exactly yeah yeah that's true that's why i feel like it's so important that people who put out different kinds of media get together mm-hmm. and do stuff like this because i fuck i'm sure you feel the same way but we've just been fed so much bullshit definitely, like for yeah. so fucking long right right i definitely uh do feel like we should kind of like create a new hollywood yeah but damn that's a new that's a very intense statement for the media no, it but is. you know like we definitely do need a new hollywood take out the l we don't take l's we we create holly <laughs> hollywood you hollywood go. you know what i'm saying there like, we go i like that i'm yeah. down to start that we, we gotta start that <laughs> we ain't taking no more l's <laughs> yeah. yeah that's true because we carrington and i talk about that too a lot like mm-hmm. There's going to be a new generation of everything, and Hollywood and media is such a big part of that. So, yeah. you know, putting out stories that 
not only people can relate to, because that is one of Hollywood's biggest trigger, or not trigger points, but like connection points, right, is to evoke emotion in people and connect with them on that. Mm-hmm. And be like, these characters in this movies relate to you on this emotional level. Mm-hmm. And still producing that kind of thing, but just spreading different messages and like helping people not feel so alone mm-hmm. or crazy or not promoting like the amount of toxic relationships I've seen promoted in movies uh, is insane. Right. So like I realized too like what we're inputting into like our mind through these like images um we're projecting it back out bec- yeah. through the way we speak and act, you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? So it's yeah. like when you do that you're literally creating and cultivating this reality because when you say certain things you're going to attract certain people yeah when you do certain things you're going to attract certain people yeah so it's like yeah we got to be more mindful about even the way we act you know not to get too crazy caught up but like you know be mindful of where you're walking you know do you think most people are do you believe that most people are mindful or want to be mindful i say every like a lot of people do want to be mindful but like i don't think a lot of people are because there's just so many many stimuli like bombarding our brain you know and because we don't have the guidance uh we kind of just get lost in many different layers of reality yeah 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 there is so much stimuli actually that's something i've like battled with and i'm I'm curious if you battle this the same thing like Mm -hmm. being somebody who puts out content Mm -hmm. do you ever feel guilt around putting out more content for people to be stimulated by or do you are you able to to just function from that space of like my content is the type of content that hopefully will bring a different type of value to people mm-hmm. to help them live a more present life right i would say um i didn't feel that specifically yeah but it was more so like i have fun making this video and i want to talk about this so i'm gonna do it yeah but um, I would also detect within myself, like, yo, sometimes I'm just doing it just to do it. And I kind of don't want to do that. So I'll yeah. kind of just check in with myself. You know yeah, I mean? yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I had to do that, too, because I'm like, yeah. I got to post X amount of times a week. Right. I got to do this and keep these numbers up. And right. it's like, no, no. To keep up like, with the trends. Yeah, and, like, yeah, fuck yeah, that. Yeah. I just want to I want to post what what is valuable to me and what I think will be valuable to other people right. when right. that moment comes. Like. I don't want to adhere because then it's just adhering to more rules that society that like society is placing on you that aren't even real and it's just like putting yourself in that cage again so it's pretty interesting though because like i feel like most if not all of us have felt this feeling where it's like like yeah i guess like just i lost my train of thought of like being stuck in rules and stuff is that where you're going with it something like that it was close but it's yeah something. damn i lost it yeah no but we all have been man like yeah. i got we both got some in for jury duty recently some have you some in for jury duty oh for real have you done jury duty before yeah i've done that once yeah <laughs> so first of all i think our house was targeted because really? like both of us and some of the people who live in like the front house because we live in a back house uh-huh. like three of them also got some in for jury duty mm. it's like okay you're definitely targeting this house but I noticed how much signing up for that, and he was mentioning this too, like logging in, signing up for this. I know that I don't actually have to do that shit. Like I've gone far enough down the rabbit hole to know that, you know, my name is just like a straw name in legal terms or a straw man in legal terms, you know, it's not, that's not me. But 
I'm I like don't know how to get out of it quite yet, and so I'm just like I have to follow these fucking man. rules that I know I don't. But I don't know what else to do. <laughs> it's it's interesting, man. So like. I've thought about that as well, and like about sovereignty, the straw yeah. man and shit like that. I'm hip to it. And there was a point in time where I was going to like devote myself super hard to it because I got like a ton of uh, uh, speeding and traffic t- or, or parking tickets. I'm yeah. like, yo, I'm not trying to pay this shit. Yeah. So I was trying to go that sovereign route and yeah. like sign certain things, do things a certain way and like, you know what I mean? Yeah. You, you hip to it, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But then I'm like, I know a lot of sovereign people too, like Moors and stuff like that. Yeah. And I see certain patterns. Like, I know my homie's mom, she's a professor at a college, and she's also very heavy on the sovereign shit. Yeah. And she tried to reclaim land, right? Mm, um, okay. But she was unable to because, you know, just the way things are set. Yeah. And I'll, I have, like, a, like I said, more than a lot of homies that are sovereign and yeah, yeah, doing yeah. that. Um, some homies recently ter- told me that they turned sovereign, like they reclaimed the status or something. Oh, wow. Yeah, but they were getting, like, like the mailman, they wouldn't give their mail to him because he didn't, like, he wasn't registered with the state right. or some shit like that, you know what I mean? So yeah. you're incurring a lot of problems when you yeah. become sovereign as well. Yeah. There yeah, are, they make it so hard. Yeah, they make function. it super hard. But, um, yeah. I just wonder, like, if, if that's really the way, you know? Right. Because you spend a lot of time just studying laws and, like... It's, yeah. like, a whole other thing you got to devote your life to. Yeah, exactly. I know. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, they've made it so hard to to function that way. And, like, there's no... It's, like, there's no easy transition into right. living nope. a sovereign life or, right. like... And I think about that a lot, too, in terms of building a new society or building a new community, like... How do we transition out of that mm. and into a new system that works? Because obviously fighting the one that exists, fighting the system, does not work the way that we've wanted it to. Right. You know, like, it makes inches of change. It's like, you know, one step forward, three steps back kind of thing all the time. Right. And the same people are always in control. So I'm sure that's something you think about all the time as a community organizer. All like, the fucking time. Like, literally. Like, and... I get excited when, like, yeah. we talk about this kind of stuff because it's, like, the path is not clear. Yeah. <laughs> There's so many variations and derivatives and stuff, but it does lead back to within and our relationships with one another and, like, how we interact with each other. Yeah. That's basically the foundation, you know yeah. what I mean? But what makes up that foundation is the honor, the morals and, you know, honest and all that. Yeah. That's, like, the, the underlying foundation but once you have that it's like any social system can really work i feel like yeah fair enough yeah um but yeah yeah, i have thought about getting land but it's like you need money so you got to tether yourself back to the matrix yeah and it's like do we destroy the matrix wait but the matrix has so much valuable tools that we can use like how a business is operated that's so efficient for cultivating energy yeah the most efficient template there is for cultivating energy and so if you kind of destroy all these templates and stuff, we're starting back at square one. Right. We're going to be living with mosquitoes and shit, you know? Right. So I don't want to do that. So <laughs> I'm going to remember certain things about the matrix yeah. and use it to my advantage. Like kind of like be in the system, extract information, process, yeah. uh, utilize the resources, siphon the resources, and then kind of like bring it back to building our own communities and land. Yeah, and, yeah. It's like weaving that stuff into a more right. natural like way of being Mm -hmm. yeah for sure i hear you yeah because i'm 
I mean, a lot of it for me, I got really into the sovereign stuff when looking at like car registration. <laughs> and I was like, I'm not going to do that anymore. And I found this one guy on YouTube who breaks down all the laws, all the Supreme Court rulings. And like, he's doing a really good thing. He's He's got his email up there so you can contact him for the paperwork and like paperwork of what exactly to say to a police officer if they pull you over because, you know, their language is trying to manipulate you and stuff yeah. like that. And so I'm like, okay, this is my first step. But this is already such a big shift and so much that I have to learn out of system this is to get out of paying right, right, right. 250 bucks a year or something like that. On top like of that. paying your bills and, like, cooking food and just, like, everything. Dude, know? I got so pissed off when I learned that, like, technically we don't have to pay for registration. Right. Like. So the DMV isn't even, like, a legal government entity. Exactly. It's like a, right. And they use it all in their language. It's like right. motor vehicle is something that you drive to make money in. But you can own an automobile and travel, and that's your private property. Right. And since you're not making money, you don't have to have a driver's license because driving is a separate thing and all that shit. It's, right. Right. bro, I was so mad. I was yeah, like, this crazy. is fucking but, ridiculous. <laughs> but see, it's the marketing, like how they present themselves. They you just know make you think it is. It's a, you guys got to do it. Right. So that's why I'm saying like media is the most powerful tool. Yeah. God. I know everybody's so excited to get their driver's license when they turn 16. I know, right? Not even realizing. But but you means. see like I do recognize why it exists. Yeah. Because then it's like you can't just have anyone and everyone just driving right. whenever they want. You right, know? right, so right. a lot of the rules that the matrix has it does serve a purpose. For right. example, like when you buy land, there's like permits that you got to get and like zoning laws and shit, yeah. which I get because then it's like you don't want to build something unsteady and have it like destroy right, right. fire hazards and shit like that. Yeah. So I get that part, but there does feel like uh, a force that's like just oppressing that even if you know what you're doing. Yeah, it's like you know using I mean? it against us. Yeah. 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 yeah, I think about that all the time too. Because it's like we can have people that know how to build dome homes very efficiently for a cheap price yeah but then they'll be like nah and yeah. it's like you ask them why but then you got to go through mad people go through mad barriers and you can't even like find an actual answer yeah yeah it's just like confusing navigating that world yeah. for a reason you know? yeah 100 yeah. percent. and yeah i think about that all the time too because like i said my ultimate goal is to to buy land and have a homestead and do all that stuff mm -hmm. but i think about exactly that like okay if i'm going to build my own communities what laws or rules or ideals and practices that in theory work here do i want to try and kind of shift a little bit but use the same principle in my own community because yeah exactly like you want to be able to count on everybody to be a functional human being that is not going to try and fuck with your shit or anybody else's shit but especially when you're living in a society as big as america and cities like this yeah, how else do you do it? How else do you regulate it, you know? Yeah, it's, but, it's a lot to think about, but I do think that it starts from within because yeah. this model is like, this model of my worldview, I want to share with y'all, but like, it's emanating energy and light like the sun. <laughs> it's all good. It's all good. We're emanating energy like the sun as opposed to like plugging ourselves into the wall outlet and needing external stimuli to feed something within yeah we're emitting it you know yeah what I mean? yeah um what was that saying what were you saying like <laughs> using that about? into your worldview and and structuring a society oh a right so like i think that if we the first step should be being sovereign within yourself so like 
I don't blame you for anything that you may do that pisses me off because I take responsibility of that in the sense of like, you know, why did that piss me off? Yeah. Or maybe because of this trauma that happened, blah, blah, blah. But you're not yeah. doing anything wrong. You know what yeah. I mean? So that's part of uh, what I'm talking about with sovereignty. But yeah, I feel like that's the first step to yeah. be emotional and mentally sovereign. Yeah, yeah. As opposed to like focusing on the physical aspect of it so much. Yeah. Like first in our society kind of thing. That and um, like just blaming people for other shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. I don't think we should be blaming anyone for anything. Yeah, actually, in that course I was telling you about, they were saying, like, there's nobody to blame. It's nobody's fault, but it's my responsibility. Right. And, right. yeah, like you said, it's you can be affected by all these things that happen in your life, people who have treated you wrong, so to speak. Watch out. <laughs> Ow. Ow. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> um, but it's my responsibility to do something about that. Like, even if somebody comes up and tries to kill you, like, you don't know what the fuck is going on in their head, why they did that, what right, triggered that, right. whatever. And if you make it out of exactly. it, and however it affects you, is like, okay, well, I got to deal with that now. Because right. even going back to somebody for an apology a lot of times, even if they apologize, a lot of people don't even believe it. They'll be like, oh, right. you don't mean that. Right. Or it's just like, okay, now what? Can I let it go? <laughs> Can right. I be okay? And it's like, why does someone depend on that apology to feel better? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I, I think it has to do with our addiction, like our addictive personalities that is being cultured by society. Yeah. So we easily get addicted to things because we have a void within ourselves because the way we were brought up wasn't holistic. Yeah. Like, we're supposed to have a template of like a holistic family, like whether people are gay or whatever i'm talking about the divine feminine and the divine masculine that could look like energies but yeah. coming into this world as a child as a you know young baby it's their consciousness is being molded by those two energies that brought them in here yeah. and so if they're not healthy then you know they start having voids because they're not being filled up by something you know yeah. what i'm saying so throughout life when we start walking we start trying to fill that void instead of emitting it tapping into the source and emitting that energy we're like oh shit i need this i need sex i need food to like fill yeah. this void unconsciously you yeah. know so yeah it's a lot of self-reflection that goes into sovereignty and what we're doing as well yeah yeah when you say holistic parenting you said it's like the balance finding a balance of that feminine and masculine right. energy right like regardless 100%. of what a person is regardless of their sexual orientation whatever yeah we definitely do have masculine energy and feminine energy and i think you know all of us embody both it's just some have higher some have it, yeah you know what i mean yeah so absolutely it's just being aware of oneself yeah yeah 100 percent. Yeah. actually fuck you were talking about how people are afraid to talk about this earlier with the whole transgender movement right. do you feel like that's a big part of the um like kind of issues around it because like whatever you think about the movement or whatever your opinion is it's obviously a hot button topic it is obviously something that triggers people mm -hmm. do you feel like it's because like in part because people don't know how to balance out and recognize their own masculine and feminine right. energy within them i yeah because like to to modify your body is kind of saying like i feel like i'm not perfect Mm. So that already stems from a place of, like, trauma. Yeah. You know, so... Yeah. Because it's like, we can tap into a state where it's like, everything's actually perfect. 
You know what I'm saying? Just the way it is. And you got to go through certain initiations to reach that point. Yeah. You know, when you go deeper and deeper into your spiritual path, you start realizing that everything's perfect. Everything yeah. happens for a reason. And so it's like, I guess even uh, modifying one's body, right? But Yeah, like they were meant to do that for some reason, <laughs> right? Right, right. Yeah. But uh, I guess to get a little deeper, it's like, yeah, it does come from trauma. Yeah. And so I don't necessarily agree with it uh, personally, but it's like I don't have anything against anyone. Right, right, you know right. What I'm saying? I like, you. do you. Yeah. You know, but yeah, I would say tap into sovereignty in the sense of like that community, don't push your ideals onto others and yeah. make everyone cater to Yashu. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, we should all be more mindful in the sense of like, oh, you want to be called uh, he, XYZ. you want to, they, yeah. whatever. Yeah. But if someone doesn't do that, then why are you getting mad? You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, you're depending on their shit for your shit. <laughs> yeah, like, you need somebody else to define who you are. Right, yeah. right, right. Yeah. That's the part I don't fully agree with. Yeah, it's just things get but, taken, like, there's always a pendulum swing with stuff, right? And it's just, right now, it's it's so far on, on, on one side of the spectrum and stuff like that. Right. But, yeah. no, totally, because, like, I... I definitely struggled with my own feminine masculine balance growing up and I still do to a certain extent. Like I grew up in a family of women who are so strong and like had to tap into their masculine just to survive and like live the life that they live. And I don't even have to do that with the life that I've been blessed with. But because it's been ingrained in my family and it's what I was taught growing up, it's so natural for me to just be like, okay, I'm going to take control and like push and do this. And there was a moment in time back when I was like 16 where I had the thought I was like well shit maybe I am supposed to be a guy <laughs> but as time went on and I started to heal that kind of missing aspect of myself I realized no that's not the case for me personally mm. but and, and so I can only imagine how confusing it is for kids who have that void and don't have a balanced relationship with their own personal energies and are just looking out to external things to like fill that void and, and yeah, stuff like I, that. I feel like there's um two distinct layers that we have to talk about to kind of like see it more clearly, which yeah. is like there was, you know, a group of people that were scared to admit that they felt something for another person because like they were being oppressed, they were yeah. being made fun of. Yeah. And so they had like a little kind of like a spiritual implosion, so to say. Like mm. they like hiding and then yeah, they're yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. but I don't I, you know, yeah. so that creates like a lot of trauma. And so I get where the, all that comes from. But the other layer is that I personally feel like there is a movement or like an agenda to kind of like make people confused and like want, be open to body modification yeah. so that they could, they could like, like make more money off of it or subscribe us to a certain system or something. Yeah. And we could get no, deeper totally. into that. But like, no, I mean, sure. fuck it. Like I... We were just talking about Hollywood before this and how satanic it is and like it's unfortunate and nobody wants to believe it about their favorite stars or people they look up to. But the matter of the fact is it's been kind of proven time and time again and those people worship weird shit and <laughs> Baphomet, Satan, the devil. Right. Like, like I'm not judging, but at least like don't fuck with innocent people yeah. you know what i'm saying like you could worship whatever the fuck you want but talk don't fuck people. with innocent people <laughs> for real you know talk about like, people trying to push their their beliefs on others right. without, without <laughs> even like without right. even like really talking about it it's like right. they do it in the most obvious way to where people don't even really realize right. that that's what's happening right. but like baphomet is transgender mm. and the whole thing about satanism is inverting it's inverting what god created to oh, make wow. it the opposite right. and so 
again, it's not to say that some people maybe really were born in the wrong body, if that's the life that they're living, you know? But exactly like you said, to confuse people into thinking that there is something missing and something so big and drastic in their life that they have to do all these things and spend all this money because it is like, bro, my God, I have people in my life who have gotten a nose job or a boob job and just that alone is so much fucking money for that industry and there's so many health issues like fuck my sister had a journey with breast implants and she had them for eight months and it almost killed her like it literally almost killed her it's fucking crazy it's like near 50 percent of women who get them almost die and it's like um like we were talking about before like the difference between new york and cali like one of the differences i noticed is like you know how we're in trains? Like, over there, they would have ads of, like, only 1500 for plastic surgery. And it's like, whoa, like, only... Fi- what you mean? Like, they're desensitizing you to it, like, the yeah. public to it, you know? Yeah. And and because we don't make eye contact in the trains, yeah. where are we looking? We're looking at the ads. And that's, like, a psychic, psychological feedback loop, like, yeah. you know what I mean? Because you don't know what to do, so, like, look, boom, 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 boom. Yep. It's just brainwashing it's yourself. Brain- yeah, totally. Totally. And that's the whole thing about, like, manifestation, that now people are trying to talk about that on a personal level, but media and, you know, people in control of that stuff have been using those tactics against us for years by repeating images, by repeating messages and sounds and all these things to make us create the world that they want without us even realizing that that's what we're doing. 1500 bucks? That's more than a month's rent? Like, fuck. For real, though. And then I think also another important thing to bring up is, oh, this new age movement is fucked up. (laughs) This new age movement is fucked up. You can't, I'm not going to say you can't because everyone is sovereign, but it's like, yo, we talk about, like, like a lot of spiritual people in the new age movement, they're they're hosting yoga classes for like mad expensive, but who really needs that? People in the hood. You know what yeah. I'm saying? I don't see anyone going to the hood and doing yoga. Yeah. It's just like with other privileged people that have all the money in the world to spend. Yeah. And it's just like feeding that world over and over without yeah. no bridges to people that are in poverty. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, they're not because, the gap. Because we're so disconnected from each other. Like, just because I don't see what's happening in Africa, the starving children. You know, I'm not, I don't even want to say that. I don't yeah. even want to associate black people in africa that's the image they feed us right yeah. it's like why do we do that shit why did Africa's i just one do of the richest shit? continents in the world say please say that again africa is one of the richest continents in the world you know fucking black panther yeah. that's not a fake story nope. i mean they nope. add you know magical right. stuff to it but like the con i think it was congo but congo has the most natural resources yeah. of all time oh so this gets more and more interesting because it's like Outside of America, there's so much natural resources, right? Yeah. But why is that America is, like, one of the highest powers, you know what I'm saying? And I, and I feel like from my research and understanding, it seems like that's because Americans have more of, like, a business-oriented mindset. And, like, countries outside of America, they don't know about, like, business. They're just living life. Oh, right. I got to build a crib. It's community. Yeah, it's yeah. community shit. Oh, um, I want to eat a fruit. I'm going to go get it. It's like simple day-to-day life. Yeah. And so that's why they're not able to accumulate so much economic power. But I feel like if we were able to teach and create programs to teach the youth and shit, like business kind of mindset, because it's not evil. Business is not evil. Yeah. It's a certain way of thinking. Yeah. And I could explain how, like, efficient it is because if you're trying to gather energy, 
you need to have a plan or yeah. that plan or if you because if you don't have a plan that energy is going to scatter yeah. right and so you need a specific plan so like yeah. a mission statement this and that and that's how you're going to get investors to like pull in energy yeah. you know what yeah. i'm saying so share value with people like yeah. genuine value yeah right so yeah i think um business is pretty important for us to learn like spiritual people like yeah, yeah i think it's important but yeah you were saying something about like america being the most business oriented and like right. other places are not like wait what were you saying before yeah no that's exactly yeah. what i was saying um how america has damn <laughs> 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 we need Damn, more lion's mane. <laughs> no, uh, no holistic health joke. Yeah. No, oh, no, you were talking about how people in like the new age spiritual movement, and this was actually a question I wrote oh, down, right. like okay. how they're not bridging that gap between the people yep. who are already kind of like in that loop uh -huh. and the people who really need it, right. you know? Right. Yeah, thank you for reemphasizing that because yeah. like, it's super important. Like, yeah. yeah, like a lot of spiritual people, we just tend to be around other people that make us feel good and that yeah. meditate. But it's like, yo, like other people are still humans. And I'm not saying like you have to connect to them, but it's like in certain moments you could see people just like, oh, I really identified and labeled you. I don't want to connect with you. Right. Because you're connecting to the surface yeah. of that person, of that being. Yeah. Because everyone is a soul. Yeah. And so if you are not able to bypass certain layers within yourself, like the superficial vanity kind of stuff, you're not able to bypass that for someone else. So yeah. you can't connect to them on a deeper level. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it all just kind of stems back to the individual. Yeah. 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 And we all need to to have those moments and have those like tools to be able to discover our own freedom, like our interpersonal freedom and stuff like that. I think about that too a lot in terms of the spiritual community because it has been so dirtily labeled and like <laughs> muddied by exactly that you know influencers people who are just doing it as another way to catch people on the surface and I'm like I think about that even just in the way that I dress sometimes because yeah I have you know sometimes I dress in that boohoo free flowy outfits but sometimes I like to dress like in street clothes because I like the way that looks but that has nothing to do with my relationship to myself in terms of how good it is you know in fact if anything it's like shows that I know myself a little bit better than certain people right. who are trying to put on that that outside layer to be like look at me I am this person who plays with crystals and meditates <laughs> and does all this spiritual stuff and it's right. like that's all fine and good but what else what else right. about you like who are exactly. you Right. And how are we serving the planet? You know what I'm saying? Like, because I think serving is like the highest task. Yeah. Highest service by serving. You know? Yeah, yeah. And um, that cures depression. Serving people cures depression. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And we get into our own little ego sometimes and we just soak in that shit. Yeah. But it's like, yo, do you not know who you are? Yeah. You're made up of like, the whole fucking world like the atoms you're connected to everything because like you know how the moon influences the waters here mm -hmm. and women's periods and stuff like that so imagine what these other planets are influencing like the chemicals in our body you know what i'm saying yeah. like thoughts that we yeah. have because thoughts result from chemicals that are reacting in our body so it's like these like these beings they influence our thoughts yeah and so yeah yeah, yeah, just like you said, fucking everything is everything. Everything is right. connected. It's right. all 
it's all conscious it's all awake it's all working on its own individual level exactly. and like, so when you start to realize that you realize that everything happens for a reason like truly truly yeah and i've gotten so deep with it and i've logically sequenced all this shit myself but like i've found that you know there's no enemy there's absolutely no enemy i don't even believe like the government is truly our enemy because everyone's just operating off of their own sovereign will you know what i'm saying so like they wanted a little bit more a lot of more money and resources a lot because they have a very big void within yeah. them you know what yeah. i'm saying and so as mature spiritual beings we hold space for that and we're like yeah. we we guide them out yeah. you know but if not then we kind of do our own thing until they fuck with us then it's yeah. like we gotta we gotta handle this shit. yeah but i also want to like emphasize that i also want to emphasize like the divine masculine we got to step the fuck up you know what I'm saying? Because, like, in these spiritual circles where women are getting raped by shamans and shit, what the fuck? You know what I'm saying? Like, under, like, psychedelic journeys, like, that's crazy. You know yeah, how, like, no, sensitive people cool. get on psychedelics? No, dude, For I someone to push that. that lustful vibe, yo, like... Ugh, it, like, fucking gives me the shivers just thinking yeah, about that. I'm yeah. so glad I've never been in a situation and, like that. And I start it's thinking about up. it because, like, as, as, a, as a man that's trying to naturalize himself with... The natural order of things i realize that i'm supposed to be able to kill if i can't kill i'm not in my divine masculinity because if i can't kill then i can't protect my tribe and yeah that looks different sometimes in the sense of like maybe it's just something emotional or something but that's natural for there to be death you know like in nature yeah. you you gotta be able to kill you know yeah. what i'm saying like if you don't want to kill that dog, that dog's going to eat you. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mentioned that because, yeah, like, our spiritual New Age community is pretty fucked up. And yeah. even here, like, my homie's event here, there was actually some, like, weird individuals that came through and, like, started being weird with the women. And um, the men, we weren't uh, noticing that because mm -hmm. we were in our own vibes. And so, right. like, that happened. Yeah. And so when we did realize it, like, we did things, of course, but that's a whole conversation as well like how to handle conflict and those kind of situations yeah. because it gets deeper because that guy who was touching up on a woman i clearly saw his inner child mm. like it was craving intimacy and it's yeah. like when i see someone's inner child it's like i can't hit it yeah. that's a child yeah spiritually we're all children so it's yeah. like you can't just like hurt yeah. people yeah you gotta learn how to but deal then with it. it's like i can't not acknowledge What's i can't happening? Yeah, I can't not acknowledge what's happening. So, so it's like I try to, I would try to do something, but because, but it's like if I traumatize him, he's just gonna get deeper gonna into get the worse. traumas yeah, and yeah, yeah, cycles. Yeah. And so, yeah, like when you hold space for these kind of energies, which I had a lot of experience with, like you start going to like the core of pain and why humanity is like the way it is right yeah. now, like. It's so interesting because like the the shit that the shit that we play out in relationships, it manifests. Oh no no, let me let me reword that. The shit that we go through collectively, like say black people and white people, the racism, those dynamics, those concepts, are channeling through us when we're in relationships with each other. Without even you know what I'm saying, it. right? Yeah. So like, keep if, talking. I'm gonna grab my jacket. For sure. So like, if someone, let's just give an example. If the man is like, oh, no, you got to make sh some shit up to me because you hurt me or some shit. And then the woman is like, 
wait, but that was like a year ago. Then why would I have to? Because I'm in the present moment. Why would I have to, you know? That's kind of like what's going on with black people and white people in the sense of like black people being like, yo, I'm in a lot of pain because y'all white people, y'all fucked up my shit, y'all took my resources and shit like that. And I wanted to be acknowledged and have some reparations. Um, but the white people are like, yo, that's our ancestors. I ain't have nothing to do with that shit. So you kind of have this thing like, what the fuck do we do? There's all this emotion, right. these thoughts and these pain and trauma here, but both sides is like not rising above. Yeah. I would say for black Americans to rise up, that would look like, yo, I don't need y'all reparations. I'm powerful as fuck. I'm a creator. I create energy. You know what I'm saying? And so, yeah, just like rise up to the being of a creator because you are that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And there's a fucking reason. We talk about this all the time. There is a reason that people who have been oppressed were targeted because 100%. we're fucking, we're all fucking powerful. Ooh. And like, talk about that. <laughs> like women, yeah. African Americans, Asians, like, uh, not local people, I was about to say local people, native <laughs> indigenous, people, indigenous yeah, people, yeah. like, we had our own ways of connecting with spirit and connecting with the land and building from it and, and creating collective peace and a way that functions in a more natural way where you can accept things and, and work through things like this. And the people who are in charge now just targeted those groups because they wanted to run their shit right. their way. Right. And like... Nah, right. bro. And it's like, <laughs> if you have melanin, yo, how can you deny your power? How can you forget? Like, hip-hop started without technology, without shit. People in the hood was just bored. And, like, they wanted, they had nothing to do because the government took away um, their instruments and shit. So they started banging on, you know, t lunch tables and shit. And then it evolved into, like, boombox, you know, like, just block parties and shit. Like... People were just fucking having fun, like drawing yeah. graffiti because hip hop is beyond just music. Yeah. It's actually a whole culture, you know what I'm saying? And we've lost that. We forgot about that because they've convoluted it. They've yeah. made it, it superficial money, and shit. Drugs. You know what I mean? Yeah. But like hip hop is so much deeper. And I recommend everyone watching to uh, research that a little bit more. Find out the origins of hip hop because that was enlightenment. The shit we chasing now as spiritual people, we've been had that with hip hop. Yeah. All cultures was coming together, unifying, um, mixing their thought forms and beliefs. Like, like Buddhism was coming together with like Islam and just like, you know what I'm saying? Like blending and shit. Yeah. And it was just so beautiful to like even have a glimpse. Like I wasn't there like watching it happen. Yeah. But like <clears throat> I've caught glimpses of it and I'm studying and I'm like, wow, this is exactly what we wanted. It already happened. Yeah. So like uh, to go even deeper, like the change we want, it already happened. Yeah. The Black Panthers, they did everything we wanted. Yeah. They fed their own children. They created their own programs and systems. Yep. So I wonder, like, how the fuck did that shit break apart? And you start getting they deeper. They villainized it. Huh? They villainized it. They villainized the it. Media. And, and they used media, right? Yep. Like, there's this thing called Cointel Pro. It was a Intel program that uh, someone developed that was in the government to sabotage the Black Panthers. So like I think one of the Did things you know they about that here? Okay. I think one of the things they did was that um like they would make a fake phone call as if they were actually a Black Panther to the wife of like this uh male Black Panther and they would like try to make it seem like 
she's cheating on her or some shit like that. Just to disrupt the home. Yeah. And so, yo, imagine how easy that is for us nowadays. For for us to be like in that Cointel Pro program. Yeah. Like we so okay, let me say this too. If you have an Android, you can see what permissions each app has. I go through all the settings when I get a new phone. I fucking look through everything. Yeah. And when you're using the app, you're automatically accepting that they have the right, and they specifically state this, they have the right to modify and change your messages without you noticing. No shit. I didn't read that. <laughs> they literally have that shit there. And it's like, so... Because we're so involved in our phones and like this is our whole lives. Yeah. Oh my gosh, he didn't hit me up. Oh my god, he didn't hit me up. Maybe someone deleted that message. Wow. I don't know. I'm not oh, saying that's a fact. I'm not saying yeah, that's yeah, a yeah, fact. Yeah, yeah. That's not a conspiracy. <laughs> I'm just saying that's possible. That, yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah. And if we're doing something that a group doesn't like, they can do that. Yeah. No conspiracies here. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? No, I'm but grounded they have the option with my logic. Too. No, fair enough. Like, yeah. I respect the fuck out of that because I'm, I'm kind of the same way with things that I hear. Like, I have to have something kind of prove it to me. Yeah. Like, I have to see the logical right. side of it. And but. and that's what I mean by, like, the whole New Age movement being so fucked up, too. Like, they're so untethered that they're not grounded. Yeah. So, like, a lot of New Age people, they don't feel the pain. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, they're just like, oh, just love and like, just meditate, just breathe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What the fuck you mean? My my whole ancestry got fucked up. Yeah. I'm, I'm feeling this shit for eons. Yeah. Don't tell me to fucking love and light fucking meditate. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Come down here and fucking share your resources or some shit. Yeah, you know, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. yeah, like. That's that, that balance between the masculine and feminine that you were talking about too right, with like the right. divine masculine. Because I feel that with Carrington a lot. He keeps me grounded because mm. my emotions will attach to things and mm. I can feel things and process things and go through these things. But I got to come back down. I got to come back and just be here sometimes. I would love to have that conversation with you too because yeah. it's like in the sense of masculine and feminine. Like that stuff is super important. Yeah. Because it's like the feminine energy or a feminine body even, right? You guys have more sensors in your body. Mm -hmm. So you guys feel more shit. Yeah. So then it's like it only Physical makes sense level. that that uh, women are more emotional you know what i'm yeah. saying because they feel more deeply yeah. whereas a man we're just like kind of numb because we're all muscle and shit so we don't feel that shit emotionally as sensitive so it's pretty fucking ignorant to be like oh you're just crazy no you yeah. bitches be crazy like what you you just don't understand you know yeah. what i'm saying so the feminine can't blossom and really open up but they yeah. really want to yeah but the men just can't Provide not even safe space yeah they're not providing a safe space for that yeah. to really blossom up because you know they have traumas as well men have traumas as well so and when you get deep enough into these traumas it's like it has nothing to do with being a man or a woman yeah it, it's the same thing yeah you know so i, I want to dive into that a little bit more but i'm not sure how to i know i hear you yeah <laughs> <laughs> right. no it is it's like all those things are so complex and have so many branches yeah but yeah, yeah i think that's really where where especially couples and relationships again no matter what you are but whoever is is learning to be women who are learning to be in their feminine and feel safe in it and then men learning to be in their masculine and and kind of shift over to the light side or the divine side in terms of being able to hold that safe space and knowing how to ground themselves and just finding that back and forth because obviously we both serve a purpose obviously those energies need to right. coexist right. otherwise nothing would exist right. And so, yeah, 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 like for me, I've, I've had a hard time learning to 
feel safe in my feminine mm. and feel safe to express all the things because I feel everything, like you said, just deep as fuck. And on top of that, my astrology makes that even harder if you believe in that <laughs> shit. Like, I've got so much water, I've got so much Scorpio and Cancer in my chart that when I feel things, like I said before, I can, like, lose myself. Mm. Like, I become a vessel for whatever emotion is moving mm. through my body. And right. sometimes I really just have to get that out. If right. I need to scream, if I need to cry, hit a pillow, throw something, like mm. it happens. And sometimes I cannot even control it. Mm. And so for Carrington, you know, learning to be able to hold space for that has been so important for us individually mm. and in a relationship because I had so much trauma around telling myself that I'm crazy for feeling those things mm. and just learning to be okay with it and knowing that I'm not gonna get cast out. Right. I'm not gonna lose love because of it. Right. It just needs to flow through me sometimes. You know, I, f I feel like that's pretty healthy for you to kind of be able to allow him to ground you and hold space for it you. It took time. Because the, the extreme would be like, uh, you know, fuck that, I'm gonna be uh, completely sovereign and yeah, 100% be sovereign, but it's like we do go through things sometimes and we can't help but not be completely on point right so then it's like we need the other balancing force to yeah. balance us you know what i'm saying yeah. and like with this whole feminism movement i personally don't agree with it simply because it takes on an extreme yeah it unbalances the scale yeah, it does and so yeah. yeah sometimes we need that to balance out the scales because yeah. you know matriarchies so it's like that right now but then so feminism kind of do, does this but then yeah because people get into a momentum of things and they're not super present the scales is going to go back up like this yeah and so it's just always going to be doing this yeah so how do we balance it by being super universal you yeah. know what i'm saying like have holding space for every viewpoint possible and blending it all together synthesizing it yeah you know what i'm saying yeah how to find the connection points and focus right. on those yeah. yeah i was talking about um the feminist act with my friend maddie in one of my other podcasts mm -hmm. and it's like I label myself as a feminist in the sense that we're just as valuable as men and that we should, at least in society, have equal opportunity and the same right to pursue anything that we want. But no, I don't think that women should be doing the same as men. Like we're we're losing out on such a powerful part of our feminine energy when we chase right. the bag when we right. overwork ourselves when we That's do this and do that energy. and like not every woman has to have kids and have a family if right. she doesn't want to exactly. but that's what that whole dynamic is for. That's what community is for and relationships are for and like we are so focused in this society on being able to do everything ourselves mm -hmm. that it is just right. it's it's ruining all this. But, but it's like, if you look at your own body, it's a symbiotic ecosystem. Yeah. The brain is working in tandem with the liver, the intestines and shit like that, yeah, you know? So it's like, it. I don't think that's truly possible for us to be completely, completely sovereign. Yeah. We're always going to need a community to like really Something. thrive. Yeah. yeah. Like it's possible to survive in the wilderness yourself if you have the knowledge. But yeah. at a certain point, it's like, what am I doing this for? Right. It's depleting you, you more than feeding yeah. you. But then if you get into community, it's like, oh, I could still eat because someone likes cooking. Yeah. So they cooked up a whole big ass meal for community. Now I have time because I'm not cooking to plant something yeah. that feeds this. Yeah. You know, and it's just like a toroidal field. It's like a yeah. 
yeah it's just a perfect system yeah you know? yeah 100 you share your values and and, and uh yeah and to do that we got to really realize our roles yeah so like if we have a masculine body we're gonna produce more testosterone yeah that's 100 percent true right and if you have a lot of testosterone is gonna make you it's gonna make you feel a certain way yeah and you think certain things so the masculine that's the masculine energy which is like logic and like how i interpret it is like it's the tunnels that guide the waters mm. the woman the emotions is the waters that flow through the tunnels yeah. and so without that masculine guidance the feminine energy when not balanced it's just like whoa yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah it can drown things so we do need each other We're like yeah. we need each other you yeah. know what i'm saying and i've logically sequenced all this shit yeah and i would love to like explain that to the masses of people because like we're just going through the motion of like brainwashing right now yeah. where people are just believing in these agendas and movements like oh yeah, yeah. and they feel like it feels a void in them like yeah. the protest it filled the void in the people right right you know right, what I'm saying? Right, but right. what are we really doing in protest yeah yeah that's just still continuing yeah you know yeah for real yeah like i, I personally believe uh protest should be kind of, not should be but like if you really want to get down to the core of the solution i feel like protests should serve as like a networking opportunity mm, for you to yeah. build with people yeah. you know on the same vibe same yeah, level. yeah yeah exactly. same ideas yeah yeah 100 because getting together and rioting about things <laughs> it's it's dope it's doing something it gets you know, but it's like it's good for the emotion the suppressed emotions right. in those people who are partaking in those events or even just watching them because it's like yeah i have all this anger and all these things i don't even know where to direct them or even where they're coming from fuck yeah get that out break that store window right. rob that store fuck those people they Fast. took our money you know like i get it nice. but at the end of the day like okay now that you've got your emotion out how are you going to rebuild because right. right. you don't exactly. need to rebuild the same thing but get together with people who want to build something new and right. yeah i yeah. fuck yeah i hear you on that yeah have you been to protests and stuff yeah i've been yeah. to a lot of protests very memorable one was yeah. uh when i was in new york they were protesting Trump being elected to uh, yeah. presidency. And yo, for the first time ever, I saw streets filled with kids. I was like, holy shit, kids are protesting. You never had that before in history. Wow. You know what I'm saying? Like, and so when I saw that, I'm like, wow, like shit is, shit is really changing. Yeah. Shit is really changing. The next generations are really taking charge and doing shit. But they don't necessarily always have the guidance. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because we need the elders to guide the youth to yeah. to you know how to carry the torch yeah you know so you don't make the same mistakes you yeah. can if you want to but you know it'd be easier for us to you know yeah. learn from the elders because yeah, well. we making a lot of mistakes yo <laughs> yeah of course and we're always going to make mistakes but yeah. if you can find elders that you resonate with and like show you a path that feels right and really brings value to your life like that is so valuable right. like i tell carrington you know Besides him, my best one of my best friends is my 83-year-old grandma. Oh, <laughs> because of that exactly, you know, like yeah. she can share stories with me. <laughs> Where did that come from? Over there. Over there? Oh. On the bench. That was a great throw. Um <laughs> but she shares stories with me that like either just help me feel seen or help me find a new perspective that can help lead me in a certain direction. Mm. And that is so valuable because, yeah, we're all new. We're all experiencing this for the first time. And 
and I mean, so is she, <laughs> so is everybody. Like this world is is a new experience for everyone. Sure. But like, yeah, we need that guidance, man, yeah. for sure. Yeah, and there's like a disconnect with the elders and the youth. Like, yeah. there's no, there's not many bridges. You yeah. Know what I mean, like the youth is more like, oh, old people are uncool. I want to drink. I want to party. But it's like you're just gonna go through the same cycles that cause you pain and blah blah blah. Yeah. Whereas they could have been like, yo, you shouldn't really drink, you know, yeah. to, to fulfill voids and shit. But No, yeah. I hear you. I know. Yeah. That's one thing I'm so grateful for. Like, I'm so grateful I didn't have to get caught up in all of that the way that I've seen, you know, friends and family and other people in the same generation getting caught up in it to learn the lessons that I've learned. Because that is a fucking sticky trap. Yeah. Like, yeah, fuck. Just- Right, because you can get caught up in a problem that like lasts for years. Like, for example, if you have a child with someone you have a toxic relationship with, whew, you're never gonna get away from that. Yeah, you're God. Forever connected to this person through this yeah. child, you know. So, yeah, talking to elders is important, guys. <laughs> for real, visit your grandparents. Talk visit- to them. Yes. Fuck. We we yo, it's that's that's a topic or a point that I like making. Like, we search for other romantic partners for lust right because we feel lonely inside yeah but that's how our grandmas feel when we ignore them and we're like chasing uh sex or like the parties and shit you know what i'm saying like your grandmas your mothers are lonely and they're like crying yeah (laughs) you know what i'm saying like and i think we should acknowledge that more yeah you know yeah because what like what people really want is connection right and you don't have to have that kind of physical connection or sexual connection just to fill that void you know but yeah if you can connect with people in your family and in your community and and those people that have been there and supported i mean for most people obviously or maybe not but for a lot of people who have supported you for your whole life and just get taken for granted (laughs) like it's it's really sad though (laughs) do you feel like you have a good relationship with your parents and your grandparents for sure uh i've definitely worked on a lot of intergenerational trauma Uh, yeah me being asian yeah we didn't really have intimacy growing up you know what i mean like our intimacy was like hey did you eat today you know what i'm saying that was their form of saying i love you but i'd never gotten hugs Mm. so like when i grew up like when i was in my 20s somewhere um, I'm like, damn, I can't hug my mom or my dad comfortably. Mm, and that didn't really whoa. sit right with me. Yeah. And so, like, I went on my own individual journey of intimacy and, like, uh, even being more intimate with my friends. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, and in that way, I, I was finally able to train myself to be able to hug my parents. Yeah. And, like, just show them physical love. Yeah. And, yeah, that shit was super awkward, yo. I'm not really? going for, like, super awkward. Yeah. Like, I, I spoke about uh, sex with my mom for the first time, and wow. I felt so, like, free. Yeah. Like, I'm like, yo, I've I've developed this relationship with my mom. We're, like, we're friends now. Like, yeah, we can just that's vibe, good. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, it feels really good to be that free with her. Yeah. You know? Wow, that's yeah. crazy. Yeah. Having felt awkward It took a lot of work, though, to get God, there. No, like, I, fuck, I bet. Because, I mean, I've been blessed to have a close, like, friendship relationship with my mom for my whole life but even then I had moments where I felt awkward so I can't imagine what it would be like in a situation like that where you know like you said their form of love is did you eat today or did you do this whatever like that's such a big wall to to climb over that I'm sure so many people have to especially people who have immigrant parents you know are you first generation um 
I was born in America first. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Wow. So yeah, they were immigrants. Wow. So yeah, they had a lot of ideals from um, that culture. Yeah. You know, and it's interesting just to kind of see the culture. I, I guess it'd be deviating the conversation a little bit. Yeah. But um, like Asians, Asians eat together. Like yeah. You know, and I've noticed like. I guess like white people they tend to like be in their own rooms or like it's separate you know what i'm saying mm. but even like how we eat like we have this thing called dim sum mm -hmm. we have like this giant table in between all of us and we just like flip it and like we're just taking shit out and putting it on our own individual plates and eating like that and i, I really dig that you know what i mean like yeah. i didn't appreciate it enough when i was a kid but now i'm like wow that's really beautiful to eat yeah. with your family like that because that's an intimate moment yeah like you know really I mean? sharing a meal yeah like in yeah. nature you can't eat um like when you're in danger yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, you can only eat with the closest people that you really trust. Yeah. So, yeah, it's a yeah, really intimate fair. thing for us to eat with each other. That's amazing. And you guys still do that? Well, when I don't live together. with them. They in New York. Right, I'm but here. when you go visit them? Yeah, yeah, That's yeah, awesome. we do. Yeah. Sometimes I'm not going to find, I give into my American ways and I take it to my room and I'm just like watching anime and it shit. Happens. <laughs> it happens. Yeah, we, all, but, we all have that know? shit. Like, yeah. <laughs> That's amazing. I'm so glad that you've climbed over that wall, like, because I know that there's so many people who haven't and are just, that's a void in them. Right. And yeah. Yeah. I really hope that, that you're able to organize a community where you can help create that same kind of connection with people, because I think that's just, like, such a big thing that's missing in our world and so important and something that everybody needs and doesn't even realize, you know? I think it's a matter of really if you want to give up or not because if you know what you're doing, then you can manifest it. Yeah. And that's why I say business is important, too, because business trains you to see all the logical steps to get to point from point A to point B. Yeah. So it's like if... Yeah, I am going to build a community. Like, yeah. I'm going to state that to the universe. Like, yeah, you know, fuck yeah, Like, it's man. already happening. Like, yeah. this is this is it. You yeah, know yeah, I mean? yeah. So, yeah. But in terms of land, yeah, I'm figuring all that shit out. Yeah. And anyone else out there watching on the same path of, like, getting land, building community, please hit me up. Um, I have a bunch of plans, resources, and network to help with that. So, would love to build with y'all more on that. But, yeah. Fuck yeah, man. <laughs> yeah. Well... I feel pretty good about this combo. Where are we at, Care? An hour and two minutes. Do you feel complete? Do you have anything you want to share or talk about? I feel like, yeah, like more on terms of like masculinity mm. and femininity. Yeah. But even like the dynamics. Yeah. Because like that's one of the deepest reasons why we're going through all this shit because like yeah. we don't know how to organize energy. So That's a like, really good way of putting it. Yeah, so it's like, if you f feel like masculine in a sense, then, you know, train yourself to become that. What am I really trying to say? Yeah, there's just like certain dynamics between the feminine and masculine. And uh, like the more masculine body is going to protect the family. Yeah. And if they don't have that protector, then the child, even the inner child or the inner woman, don't feel safe enough to, uh, you know, cry or something. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Or, or just talk about their emotions. Yeah. But if you have a strong sense of safety within the family, either external family or your inner family, if you have that sense of safety, then you can, you know, blossom up. But it's like, if you don't have that nurturing side, 
what are you protecting? Like the family's kind of fucked up because like mm. if you don't have that nurturing love feminine energy, yeah. then it's just like fights and like toxicity yeah, and stuff. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. So, but when you have both of that, when you have protection, safety, and the nurturing, then the inner child or any children, because it's the same thing, the yeah. same concept, the child can now go explore and have fun and be curious about life. You know yeah, what I'm saying? be free. Yeah, but if it didn't feel safe, it can't do that. Yeah. If it doesn't feel nurtured emotionally and stuff, it can't do that. It's yeah. going to be depressed and all that stuff. So, yeah, Happy definitely. Happy 4th think, of July. Oh, yeah. It's that time <laughs> of year, <laughs> huh? I know, right? Yeah, yeah, that's very true. I get, It is just like training yourself to recognize those parts of yourself so that you can get to know them and, and know when, when it's appropriate to tap into which one. Because, right. yeah, even me just learning through our relationship when to to exactly that tap into which side like if there's i saw this video a while ago talking about how you know people say relationship is 50 50 but that's not the case at all the reality is like everybody's going to be able to bring something to the table different like different amounts and so if i have 20 percent to give i have to be able to let him know so that he can be like okay i got the 80 you know or vice versa or whatever it is and so I feel like that's the same thing with the feminine and masculine energy. If if I'm at a point where I'm like really just 100% in my feminine and I'm going through it and I'm feeling it, he's like, okay, that's when I got to tap into my 100% masculine and be able to, to balance that out and bring that out. But sometimes there's time where he needs to be softer and I need to like go for something specific, you know? But Yeah, that's interesting. I was just going to ask that. Like, like, do you guys ever switch? Like, we're... No, yeah, absolutely. In fact, if anything, like, because learning to being in my feminine is something that I've had to learn more, I more naturally go to the masculine side because it's what I've been comfortable in my whole life. So it's, it's really, yeah, just learning how to switch that over and, and when the other piece is necessary and needed. But Oh yeah, it flip flops all the time. Like, I feel like that's kind of how it is in every relationship yeah, too. Like, right. parent, friend, whatever. Right, 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 right. But and and yeah. it's more so like the roles we play for each other too. Yeah. I feel like you know, like beyond the duality of these uh, polarities, yeah, we can also see different stages of that role. For example, like in the masculine path, um, there's gonna be a little boy, mm-hmm. and he's gonna be initiated into you know fatherhood, you know, and then the grandfather role. Yeah. And those are very different consciousnesses. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. Yeah. 100%. And yeah, I've been meditating on that. Like even studying father son, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like the son is always just emitting energy. It's not like, oh, the kids on earth are being fucked up, so I'm not gonna send them sunlight. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah, yeah, it's not yeah, like yeah. that. It's just continuously like, yo, here, here. Yeah. It's just always sending love. You yeah. Know? And so I think like a high archetype of a man is to just continue providing love even through, you know, fucked up bullshit. Yeah. Yeah. But I guess I could see that for the woman too. Divinity is just being able to admit love whenever, yeah. <laughs> you know. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, being able to fall into that that right. state of beingness and like acceptance. I had this kind of realization that love on a on a grander term is resonant with acceptance and just being at peace with like those are all very similar because things don't have to be perfect to love them things don't have to be this that or the other like that's conditional love unconditional love is just accepting 
whoever it is the way that they are and any everything like the way that everything is the way that it is that's a a really interesting topic because then it's like at what point do you have boundaries you know what I'm saying like yeah because you can't just always be holding space for people to do whatever the fuck they want so well but that's also when that person is acting not out of love for themselves or for other people and so if it's something that is like hurting you depleting you or depleting those that you love then it's like okay these are the boundaries and like i accept that you're acting this way or being who we're being right now but it poses a threat it's unsafe it's making you know it's causing distress or whatever so you can do that but i need you to do that over there or something like that you know obviously it depends on the situation but and it's been interesting because like i've been I've had multiple experiences where I lived with community mm. and these kind of things would be brought up in the sense of like, yo, we have to be living right near each other. Yeah. But then it's like, yo, this pattern of yours, I don't really fuck with that shit. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, just handling that takes clarity within yourself. Yeah. Like your boundaries, what you want and yeah, just everything. Yeah. Just being aware of everything, acknowledging everything and navigating it with the other party. Yeah. So... That's where communication comes in. Yeah. That's why we always have to be honest with anything. Yeah. And it's like, why even lie? Because, right. you know what I mean? Like, I feel like there's what no point serve? in lying. Yeah. yeah. Like, you're not really getting what you want if you lie. Like, yeah. You think you are, but it's going to come back around. Not even yeah. on a karmic level. Like, just logically. Like, if you... Yeah, just even in that situation, you know? You know? Like, I, I remember listening to um, Abraham Hicks talking about how you can find a space where you look you still look at people who lie to you with love because for the most part it's they're doing it out of not wanting to hurt you you know not wanting to cause issues but yeah it's like look i know this happened if you're just honest with me it's way easier (laughs) like life is just easier for everybody exactly it's not confusing i know what's happening i know what i want to do yeah just keep walking type shit yeah exactly like get over it let's go (laughs) (laughs) right Uh, yeah but yeah yeah. Oh, man. It was a dope conversation. It was a dope conversation. Really Thank dope you so much for joining me, dude. Yeah. I'm so stoked that we started this. And, like, yeah. I said this with my friend Maddie, too. Yeah. I'm sure there's going to be lots more episodes together. Just because yeah. I, I am really in that phase of wanting to connect with community more right. and, and build those things. So Hey, uh, we should host an event together. Like, we okay. tell our, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, let's think do we it. we would have, like, a dope-ass event. You heard it yeah. here first, folks. <laughs> Vintage in yeah. Siena hosting some you kind of event it? coming your way <laughs> soon. <laughs> Yeah, y'all better pull up. You want to plug yourself, tell people where to find you before we cut it off? So, uh, so on TikTok, I'm Vintage, V-I-N-T-I-J. On Instagram, it's Vintage.Infinity. Um, and those are the two social medias I really just use for now. But, yeah, connect with me. I'm all about building community, eco-villages, regenerative ecosystems, all that stuff, ceremony. So, if y'all into that, hit me up. Let's build. Let's build. We doing this shit. All right. Peace out, y'all. Peace, peace. Bless.